Welcome, sports fans. It's the week six winners and losers. Technically recapping week five. I always get this confused. <laughs> I'm Chris Billings. I'm joined here by Nicholas Nicopedia Kerr, Tony Parlay Reyes. Welcome, gentlemen. Let's dive into it. Our winners and losers from week five. That's the correct way of saying it. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Good. <laughs> Noted for next time. All right, let's start with our losers from week five. Start with you, Tony. Who was your loser from week five in the NFL? I think I might have a guess as to who it might be. Me, anyone that's associated with this Dallas Cowboys organization. The star. All of us. The star. (laughs) Every single person. The janitor that cleans up at the practice facility at the start. All of us. We're all losers this weekend. We got to hand in that contender card. We are not serious team. That was a pathetic showing in prime time. Biggest loser of the week. Fair, fair. Not going to debate yeah. you on that one. <laughs> Neither yeah, is no. Nick. <laughs> no, not at all. All right, Nick. Jumping to you. <laughs> Who is your loser from week five? Oh, my loser from week five is probably going to hurt to say a little bit, but my loser for week five is the New England Patriot fans. One week after losing 38-3 to to the Dallas Cowboys, and they go home, they lose 34-0 to the New Orleans Saints. Bill Belichick, in his previous 453 games, had only lost by 30 points once. And on top of that, McCorkle Jones now has four pick sixes at Gillette Stadium in four years. You know how many Tom Brady had in his 20-year career? Only four. Not a good trend. Yikes. Um, Talked about it a little bit in our week five recap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, just Bill Belichick. It It seems like he might be in the twilight of his career. And he needs to find options of what that next step in his career is. So check out that episode here. All right. My week five loser was the Baltimore Ravens receiving core. My God. Seven drops. um, The most since I think in a single game since 2013. But yeah, I just I think it's time for Odell Beckham Jr. to call it quits. Um, For context, I'm not just hating on him. It's just he's been in the league for a while, and I think some of us forget that. Mm -hmm. But for context about this, it's been nearly seven years since the Giants boat photo. Like for me, like if you would have (laughs) asked me this earlier, I'd be like, oh, that was like three or four years ago. No, it was seven years ago. Also, for context, it was only two years ago that he had an ACL tear. He was most likely playing that entire season injured. And then just on top of it, rookie Zay Flowers tripping all over himself out there. Just was a bad look for the receiving core. Um, I, I've, I've spoken about it at length throughout the season. Lamar Jackson has no weapons. Get that man some weapons. I also talked about it in our week five recap check that out here but yes ravens two first round picks trade them immediately for justin jefferson from the vikings and i guarantee lamar jackson will be an mvp again 
So that leaves us with the winners. Speaking of sunshine and rainbows and unicorns, Nick, let's do some winners. So, Nick, I'll actually jump to you on this <laughs> one. Who is your winner from week five? Uh, my winner from week five is CJ Stroud from the Houston Texans. He's now started his career 106 or 186 straight passes without an interception, breaking the previous mark by Tony's Dak which was at 176 in 2016. And he's, I believe, top three in passing and uh, passing yards this year. Yeah. Hey, we are a pro CJ Stroud show. Um, I believe the term I saw going around the internet was Stroud boys. (laughs) So, yeah. A few, a couple of Stroud boys over here yeah. at Sports Buds. <laughs> All right, Tony, who is your winner from week five? Brock Purdy is. <laughs> Sensing a trend with your winner yeah. and loser. <laughs> I think that, that this performance solidified Brock Purdy as like a legitimate quarterback to most people. And I guess the most casuals would see this. I think he's good, man. He's pretty good. He's pretty decisive, pretty quick with his decision making. He knows he knows how to overcome the, the the weaknesses that he has. And he's just set up for success with that Shanahan scheme. Mm-hmm. I think he's a legitimate MVP candidate, as crazy as that sounds. Wow. I don't still know if le- I'm willing to go that far. He's still yet to lose a regular season game. Yeah. That sounds yeah. so sad. It's the winner's <laughs> section, Tony. Have some energy, uh, goddammit. <laughs> it was painful to realize this as I, as I was, like, picking myself up the ground after I watched these touchdown passes to George Kittle, okay? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I was a little shocked to see this. I'm being a little bit hypocritical. I judge Tony for being selfish with his winners and losers. My winner is me, Jordan Love haters, <laughs> we're winning this week. Three interceptions on Monday Night Football against the Raiders. Oh, man. It just did not look good. Had some throws that were just wild um, and just seems like he has no field vision. Totally inconsistent. Uh, so, yeah. Hate to see it. I had my prediction at the beginning of the season that Jordan Love would be one of the biggest busts of the season, and it's starting to come true finally. So, winner, me, Jordan Love haters. All right, that concludes winners and losers from week five. We're heading into week six. This is kind of our rotation, so catch us in a few weeks where we'll have winners and losers again. Most likely next week we'll have our QB rankings for you where Tony's going to have to have Brock Purdy in his top five, apparently. (laughs) So tune in. We're the Sports Buds. I'm Chris Billings. For Tony, Parlay Reyes, Nicholas, Nicopedia, Kerr, have a good night. Thanks for watching the Sports Buds. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe.